live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand up, God fearing, God loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hello, 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 and welcome. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, Live from America. What a great job by Sean Farish and Ungoverned. It's so great to have all you guys here. What a great morning we had. Rise Up was another phenomenal show. Thank you, God, for that show, that hour, that hour of power. But now we're into a new hour of power, ladies and gentlemen, and I need you geared up. I need you energized. I need you ready. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And boy, do we got a show for you today. There's a lot going on. We're going to pick up right where we left off yesterday. So get sharing, get rumbling, because we've got a lot to go over. Thank you very much. I am blessed to be able to do this show with you guys five days a week, three times a day, except on Fridays where we only do it twice. Forgive me. But even with heavenly energy, we need some rest sometime. Even God rest. Rested on the seventh day, ladies and gentlemen. So again, we got a great show for you. There was a star. There was a few stars born over these last couple days, especially now that these new committees are getting underway. And I got to tell you, I am more impressed with Representative Anna Paulina Luna than I have been with pretty much anybody who's ever been elected to Congress. This girl is hitting the nail on the head with Everything that she is saying, she is so intelligent. She is such a firebrand. What a great addition to this new Republican Party. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring Anna Paulina Luna, a representative from the 13th District of Florida, up to show you exactly what she said to Twitter about them hiding um, not only Twitter, but anybody who is uh, complicit and what's going on at the border? Let's go to Anna Paulina Luna right now. Ladies and gentlemen, a star was truly born. And it won't be the first time that you see her today. Roll that clip. Here we go. Any member of this House of Representatives advocating to defund Border Patrol and ICE, not only are you complicit in engaging in aiding and abetting traffickers, but you are hurting minority children at that. And with my final question, can you please tell me, are a majority of Border Patrol agents white or Hispanic? Ma'am, my understanding is the majority of Border Patrol agents are Hispanic. And as I've stated earlier, it, you know, most of them are either first-generation migrants or, or migrants themselves. I will close with this. Clearly, we don't have a white supremacy history in this country. Clearly, it's an illegal immigration one. I thank you guys for your service, and please tell your counterparts God bless them. Thank you. Chairman, I yield my Oh, dang. She really got him on that one, and, that, and, and she's so right. She, she is so sick and tired of the... Um, 
uh, of the narrative that we have a white supremacy problem in this country and that we have a white nationalist problem in this country. And she's talking about the Border Patrol agents who are constantly being attacked for being white supremacist or racist against uh, against Mexicans or people south of the border. And it's just all fake. It's all gross. It's all wrong. She then later on that night. And, and, and again, this is an old, we're going to hear a lot f- more from her when it comes to the Twitter executives today. But let's go to this one more video when she went on Fox News later that night and uh, continued to tell the world exactly what's going on in the border. This is so great. And I hope she brings Ben Berkwam in front of Congress to bring all, all of his, um, all of his uh, evidence. Somebody just said something about Jack Posobiec. Hold on. Jack Posobiec said it's all these hearings are a show. Nothing will come of these hearings. Why is he doing that? I'm not too fond of Jack Posobiec a lot of times anyway, but it is what it is. Um, you know, We'll talk about that another day. I think he's a good, I think he's good. I think he's good for the movement. Uh, I just, I have personal experience with Jack. That's like, he's not one of you and I, he's not one of us. I can tell you that. And I don't mean he's not one of us politically. He's not one of us socially. He's not one of us. He doesn't think and talk like you and I do. It's very difficult to have a backyard barbecue talk with Jack Posobiec. We'll leave it that. So I don't know why he's saying that. I don't know why. Maybe he's used to the status quo. Maybe he's not MAGA enough to understand where we're really at and what we're really doing. I don't know. I ain't got time for that. I do have time for Miss Anna Paulina Luna. Roll that clip. Uh, previous to 2016, Barack Obama could be heard saying, don't come here, you're going to get hurt in the process. And it was actually Barack Obama who was known as the deporter-in-chief. And then after 2016, you saw a pivot and shift in the narrative from Democrats where they started advocating for open borders and blanket amnesty. Um, to be clear, the reason why I believe that they did that is that also correlated to the rise in the fact that Hispanic Americans, specifically those of Mexican descent, are now the largest voting minority in the country, and they thought that they would be able to use that as a political propaganda tool to obtain power in this country. I want to be very clear, it's damaging, it's destructive, and this is not a made-up conspiracy theory. The State Department puts out a report every single year talking about the trafficking statistics. Mm-hmm. Mexico's basically a pathway and a funnel through South America. The cartels exploit children. It's happening every day. It's happening around us, and when you have elected officials going on a national platform advocating for open borders, advocating to defund ICE and Border Patrol. They are complicit in helping to aid and abet traffickers. You know, previous to 2016... And that's what I love about her. She's just unafraid. She comes right out and says it. Now, again, I want to clear something up. I see people talking in the chat about Jack Posobiec. Uh, Poso. Again, I'm not saying he's a bad guy at all. I'm not saying he's the enemy. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the guy outside of, I've been with him on a couple occasions, and you can't just sit down and have a conversation with the guy. You can't. It's impossible. He's weird. He's socially awkward. Is he smart? Yes. Is he intelligent? Extremely. Is he great for conservatism? Absolutely. Is he a good Christian man and a good father? 100%. All I'm saying, he's just a weird guy. So why he has that opinion about these, uh, about all of these being for show, I don't know. But do you think when you hear Anna Paulina Luna talk that it's all for show? Do you believe when you hear James Comer talk or Matt Gates talk or Jim, jo- or Jim Jordan talk or, or, or Marjorie Taylor Greene talk or Lauren Boebert talk or Paul Gosar or Andy Biggs or uh, Ch- uh, Representative Chip Roy? Or how about that uh, representative yesterday that said this is just the beginning? The investigations is just, the, is just the beginning. The worst part is when the arrests come. You think all oh, that's just for show? You think that's just rhetoric for cameras? You think they really give a good you-know-what about whether or not you like like what they say or not. Now, maybe a couple of them are a little narcissistic here and there, but it is what it is. 
It is what it is. I believe these people are doing what exactly they're there to do. I believe they're making good on the promises that they told you they were going to make. So again, why somebody would say that, he's entitled to his opinion. Maybe he knows something I don't. Maybe he doesn't know as much as I do. I could care less. All I'm saying is let's keep fighting the good fight. Let's keep moving forward and let's keep uh, exposing what these people have done by going right to their face and telling them. That's what I love, ladies and gentlemen. That is what I love about this new Republican Party. We're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to take it anymore. And it's pretty, I think it's pretty amazing when we can expose the people who say they expose things. I think that's a great world. I love it, ladies and gentlemen. I absolutely love it. Uh, I want to go to the Rumble chat real quick, see what you guys are saying. Uh, If you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick, uh, you might want to pop over to Rumble real quick. But if not, I'm going to show you the chat. Here we go as it is. We've got one Rumble Dog in the building. We've got Boy Mom in the building. Osborne H, Lord Fishy, Halloween. Good to see you all. I think it's Victoria's birthday. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Victoria. Happy birthday to you. Somebody said it's because Jack Poso knows nothing will happen. Well, that just goes to show Jack Poso about how much he actually knows because more is happening in the last week than has happened in the last 10 years. And it's only going to get better and better and better. And I have a strong feeling that Donald Trump is going to say what he does and does what he says uh, more than anybody else. So I'm, uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm moving forward and I'm not looking back. Big shout out to Maybell. How you doing, Mammy? How you doing? RD Comp, good to see you. GGB is in the building. How are you? Good to see you. Prayers for James O'Keefe. That's right. He's going to need him, and we'll talk about that a little bit today. I'm sure Jack Poso is part of the QAnon. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really big on QAnon stuff, so I don't know. Again, I don't think the guy's a bad guy. He's just not my kind of guy. That's all, and that's just speaking personally, not professionally. Uh, Moving on. Patrick, good to see you. Lacey Barkalow is in the building. Troy Ingram, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, Lulu Red is in the building. building. And Becca79, how are you? Good to see you. Thank you. Let's go to the verse of the day, folks, because I got a lot to get through today, and I'm going to talk a mile, 100 miles an hour, so you're going to need to have your ears ready. You're going to have to have your field of greens and your coffee ready because it's about to go down. One believer can save an entire household. One believer can save an entire household. So check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Verse of the day, Acts 16.31 says, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. You and your household. Acts 16.31. Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. You and your household. There is a, there's an interesting study that I read that shows that when the father, the man or the head of the household finds God, or I should say God finds him. Oh, thank you, Maybell. Um, there's an interesting study that shows when the father of the house finds God, the family, the rest of the household, the rest of the family, they have a 90% chance of also converting to Christianity or getting a relationship with Jesus. When the mother or the woman of the house finds God, Statistics show that that number drops significantly to 20%. Why is that? Well, because families allow the father, the husband, instinctively, they follow him because that is his role given to him and the family by God. Now, the great thing about this verse is that it's saying that when anyone in the home believes in God, the family will be saved. I don't believe this is automatic, and I don't believe this is forever. I don't believe it's speaking literally. 
After all, kids can still grow up, make wrong choices when they leave, and so can your significant others. They can still resist as well. But what it's doing is, folks, it's describing a present family unit under the protection and guidance of the parents who are supposed to be one flesh under God, a united front for God. Now, during that time, the household is protected by God. You have to instill the knowledge of Jesus Christ in your family and have faith that it will guide them through the rest of their lives after they leave the house. You've all heard the verse that says all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. A little faith goes a long way today. Be a savior for your family. Never stop spreading the gospel. Never be afraid to pray out loud. Always show your decision-making is based in a holy consultation with Jesus, and your household will truly be close to God for eternity. One believer in a home can save the household. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You guys got to understand something. My focus is different after last night. My focus is way, very, very, very different uh, today than it, uh, than it was yesterday because of something that happened last night. And if you want to know what that is, you're going to have to go back and watch Rise Up this morning and don't forget to rumble it. But ladies and gentlemen, my focus has changed. My desires, just even since yesterday, have changed. My role as a man in my family and as a show host and the leader of LFA TV has changed. You're not going to see things the same way that you saw them from me before. That does not mean that I'm not going to go zero to 100 once in a while. That does not mean that I'm not going to be passionate and say things that I probably should not say and don't mean once in a while. But what you are going to see is a completely refocused Jeremy Harrell. You're going to see a completely refocused head of LFA TV, meaning if it's not, I am going to do my best, that if it is not going to do something productive, good, or exposing evil, then I am not going to give it a second glance. I'm not going to spend my precious hard-earned time, and when I mean hard-earned, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus died for us to have life. That was hard-earned. I'm not going to spend my precious hard-earned time that Jesus gave me through him dying on the cross, through him suffering on the cross to focus on petty arguments in the chat, to focus on other people's opinions about things that really don't matter or about anything that does not further the kingdom of heaven and further the truth in the gospel getting out to the people. That is the way things are going to be from now on. I'm moving forward and I'm moving forward fast. Like I said on Rise Up, I'm walking one path with Jesus. I got my arm around him. We're buddy, buddy. We're walking, we're walking, we're walking. I feel like we're in a stride and all of a sudden Jesus turns and I say, whoa, 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 where are you going? He says, we're going this way and you are to follow me. So that's what happened last night. Moving on, let's get to the first and foremost section. Please lift up your cups. I got this beautiful cup uh, that was made for me by the great Amanda Collins and let's have a slurp. Mm -mm. And folks, just before we get started, if you want to join in and join us on Rise Up every morning and drink this beautiful gourmet Rise Up coffee that we have, and if you like if you like a pecan, we've got American pecan. If you want a more dark, rich flavored uh, roast, then we've got the Sumatra Gold. Two wonderful gourmet coffees. And ladies and gentlemen, 
We are on a roll. Here we go. Uh, let's continue where we left off yesterday, if you don't mind. Yesterday, I had a great show last night, not because I was doing anything different, but because the world is starting to uh, wake up to what we've been screaming for the last two years and are fighting nonstop, 24-7, from the beginning to the end, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, did we not do the Lord's Prayer? Did, we did, right? Okay, somebody said we did, and I'm like, wait a minute, I thought we did. Uh, I'm just in a mode here. Uh, so we're going to keep, we're, it's nothing from what I did. We're starting to see the fru- uh, everything that we fought for come to fruition. We're starting to see the people that need to be in the places to make the difference, they're there. And they're able to confront the people. Thank you, Hazel Kitty. God bless you. They're able to confront the people that have destroyed this world over the last three years. And we, and, and we saw a little bit of that yesterday. And we're going to see a little bit more of that, a little bit more of that today. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's go back to Representative Anna Paulina Luna. Because um, when she got to get her hands, I should say, when she got to sink her teeth into Yoel Roth, it was one of the greatest things that happened yesterday. This is amazing. And, and, and what, have I, what have I told you? I said, if I had an opportunity, if I was an elected official, if I was in Congress, if I was in the Senate, or if I was a reporter that was allowed to be in the White House press briefing room, nobody would get away with half, you know what, answers. Nobody would get away with being able to trail off and waste their, you know, the, the five minutes that they have to ask questions and get answers. It would never be like that. That is what you're starting to see from this new Republican Party. Enter Miss Anna Paulina Luna talking to Yoel Roth, the Twitter pedophile scumbag LGBTQ loser who thought that he was God for the last few years by suppressing, silencing and censoring every Christian conservative out there, including President Donald J. Trump. Miss Luna, take it away. You, Mr. Roth, a Twitter employee, were exchanging communications on Jira, a private cloud server with SISA. NASS, NASED, and Alex Stamos, who now works at Stanford and is a former security of um, security officer at Facebook to remove a posting. Do you now remember communicating on a private cloud server to remove a posting? Come on, answer the question. Yes or no? I wouldn't agree with the characterization. I don't care if you agree. This... Do you, this, is, this is your stuff. Yes or no, did you communicate with a private entity the government agency on a private cloud server, yes or no? The yes. question was if I could. Yes or no? Yeah, I'm on time. Yes or no? Ma'am, I don't believe I can give you a yes or no. Well, I'm going to tell question. you right now that you did, and we have proof of it. Woo! This, ladies and gentlemen, is joint action between the federal government and a private company to censor and violate the First Amendment. This is also known, and I'm so glad that there's many attorneys on this panel, joint state actors. It's highly illegal. You are all engaged in this action, and I want you to know that you will be all held accountable. You, Mr. Roth, oh, a Twitter employee. I absolutely exchanging- love that line of questioning. No BS. You're not going to give me some cockamamie, sideway, winding answer. You're not going to give me some liberal Marxist runaround. We're getting to the bottom of it. 
And we're getting into the bottom of it right now. Yes or no? Too bad. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if it hurts your feelings. Shut your mouth. Answer the question. You were big and tough for the last few years, weren't you? You were a keyboard warrior behind that keyboard, weren't you? You had all the power and all the resources of the Federal Bureau of Investigations and the DOJ. You were big man on campus. Why aren't you big now? Where's your puffed up chest now? Where's your shoulders back and your head up now? Where's that strong character now, Yoel? Huh? You've been reduced to nothing more than a pedophile-loving, pedophile-sympathizing, LGBTQIA pedo plus loser, and we are making it known to the world. I absolutely love it. Like I said yesterday, kids, close your ears. He was reduced to a puddle of piss, and that's exactly what Yoel Roth is. And you know what, folks? This is not the time to back up. This is not the time to get angry. Okay, I'm not out of my mind angry. I am not illogical right now. I am very passionate. I am very strong in my conviction. And this is what it's going to take to get to making America great again and making America godly again, whether it be in politics or whether it be in your religion or whether it be in your relationship. It's going to take strong individuals, men and women, to talk like this, act like this, have body language like you just saw and not take no for an answer. It's time to just stand up and say no. That's it. Simply no. No more. It is done. Your time is done. Mommy and daddy are home now. We're taking our belts off and you're going to get the licking that keeps on ticking because you've screwed up and there are going to be consequences for your actions. If you agree, please share the video now. Get this out there to the world. This is going to help Pump people up. This is a rally cry. This kind of show, the kind of shows that you see on LFA TV, they're not only to inform, they're not only to bring you the real news of what's going on in the world and expose the lies that you're seeing on uh, fake stream mainstream media. It's also to get people inspired and encouraged that there's somebody else out there who not only thinks like them, but isn't just complaining online and is actually rolling up their sleeves and doing something about it. Who am I talking about? The LFA family. If that wasn't the case, then there's no way that a page with less than 50,000 followers on it could ever break the top 10 every single day day on Rumble. You guys are absolute soldiers and warriors for Christ. Let's move on. We're on a roll. Let's go to Lauren Boebert, Representative Lauren Boebert from Colorado. I'm going to give you the entire five minutes here because you deserve it. This entire five minutes where she just puts Yoel Roth in his place and she's literally confronting him about a very personal matter. It got a, it got personal here and I think it should. It needs to be personal in order for us to save this country. Ladies and gentlemen, Representative Lauren Boebert on Yoel Roth and his, uh, not only on Yoel Roth, but his role in silencing and suppressing her, um, her Twitter page when she was, uh, when it, when it was needed, when Congress, uh, members of Congress needed to have conversation back and forth. Let's go ahead and roll this. Members of Congress to be shadow banned. It had to go before you, Mr. Roth. Oh, I apologize. Again, did you shadow ban my account? Yes or no? Again, not to the best of my recollection. So the answer is, Mr. Roth, yes, you did. I found out last night from Twitter staff that you suppressed my account for this tweet. It's a freaking joke about Hillary Clinton being angry that she couldn't rig her election. It's a joke. But in response, being the sinister overlords that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. 
And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating with their constituents. You, you silenced me from communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A, a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. We've heard about threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental to our nation's governance, and you all attacked that very foundation. 230 protections? Well, those are for publishers, not for editors. And it's clear you are not acting as publishers, you are acting as editors. And Mr. Chairman, I think it's far past time that we remove 230 protections for, for big tech platforms who are abusing Amen. this protection. Amen. And let me just say, I'm not angry for myself. I'm not angry because I was silenced. I can reach out to Elon and to his staff and I can see what's happened. And I can sit here today and hold you all in account. Oof. I am angry. Let's go. Let's go. That's the kind of fire that is needed. You cannot save this country. You cannot drain the swamp. You cannot get America back to actually being America. Folks, we have not been the United States of America, at least not as we were designed to be, since the 1970s. Since we got off the gold standard, everything went to shift after that. We need to get back to that. And yes, it's going to take hard times to get back there. It is what it is. You have to suffer a little bit to get back to greatness. It's okay. I'm ready to suffer a bit. I'm ready to suffer a bit. If it means saving this country for our future, I'd give up LFA TV like that. No problem. I'm ready to suffer. I know you're ready to suffer. You know why? Because we're Christians and we're used to suffering. It's okay. Bring it on, baby. This is what we need. Tough love. Now, before I go and show you what that made Yoel rather cry and say, I have to just tell you, I just got a text message from our favorite brother from another mother, Ben Berkwam. He said this, the check arrived. Thank you, brother. Sending blue his portion today, Oscar. Ladies and gentlemen, that text message just came in from Ben. And I want to thank you. I want to personally Thank each and every one of you. With, do you know that I, 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 I show my kids the great things that we do here on LFA TV, whether it be on Rise Up or LFA? I show my kids what we do here. I show my kids what you guys did for Ben and Oscar. My daughter bawled. That is the kind of... Folks, it isn't just... You guys are helping me parent my kids. It isn't just me that my kids are looking up to. They're looking up to me because I take my cues from you guys. I take my cues from God and you all day long. I spend 10 times more time with you than I do them. And they, with the little bit of time that they get, they value what you guys do here. They tell me to tell you thank you. That is what you guys mean to me. That is what you mean to my family. So when we can do stuff like this, 
There's nothing greater. There is nothing greater. That is what God has us here to do. That and that only. Not even what I'm doing right now. That and that only. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you all. Now, after Yoel Roth got reamed out by Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Anna Paulina Luna, and many others, I want you to see what he was belittled to, what he was finally tore down to, and it is who he is at heart. And I want you to listen to how he cries about the consequences that are coming for his actions. I don't like to see anybody in pain, whether I agree with them or not. I don't like to see anybody hurt. I don't like to see anybody going through, through, through a serious conviction because it does, I do have an emotional side to me, whether a person is bad or not. I'm like, that sucks, but get, you brought it on yourself. You brought it on yourself. And Yoel Roth, you brought it on yourself. The Bible says you reap what you sow. Check it out. Elon Musk also made the decision to share a defamatory allegation that I support or condone pedophilia. And this lie led directly to a wave of homophobic and anti-Semitic threats and harassment against me, of which Twitter has removed vanishingly little. And following the Daily Mail's decision to publish where I live, ultimately I had to leave my home and sell it. Those are the consequences for this type of online harassment and speech. Uh, Elon Musk also made on, the decision. Hold on, hold on. What about the consequences for you taking away somebody's God-given right? What about the consequences for you for destroying people's businesses? What about the consequences for you for engaging in an active coup to remove a sitting president of the United States of America? What about the consequences for you for destroying people's reputations and literally doc getting them doxxed by Antifa and BLM because you said they were a radical white supremacist? Or a Trump-supporting white nationalist. What about your consequences? Those are nothing, sir. Those are nothing. Not only are you going to experience the consequences of hell if you do not repent, but you are going to experience the consequences of a jail cell as well. You are a pedophile. Elon Musk didn't lie and say you're a pedophile. Elon Musk released your information that showed that you were a pedophile-sympathizing scumbag. And then they doxed me and I had to sell my house. Oh, no, cry me a river, play me a violin song, and let's eat some cheese and have some wine. You get what you deserve. Listen to what he says again, just in case you missed it. To share a defamatory allegation that I support or condone pedophilia. You do. And this lie led directly to a wave of homophobic and anti-Semitic threats and harassment. What do you think we are supposed to do to people who are pedophiles? You see, I guarantee you there was no homophobic and anti-Semitic slurs. That is what they feel. That is what these little puddles of urine think. Oh, it's anti-Semitic and it's homophobic. Is it homophobic to call you a pedophile, child molesting scumbag and you're going to get what you deserve? Is that homophobic or is that consequences for your actions in reality? Please tell me. Against me of which Twitter has removed vanishingly little. Oh, now you're upset because Twitter won't remove things. 
you were in the business of removing things that should have never been removed. And now you're mad because things that could sh maybe should be removed are not. This is called consequences for your actions. And Yoel Roth is going to be just the tip of the iceberg of people who are going to, you're going to watch sow what they reaped. I can promise you that. All of these people that you see engaging in what you're seeing, they didn't come here to be a soundbite on TV. I'm not saying they don't like it. They didn't come here just to be a soundbite. They came here to hold you accountable, and we're going to continue to hold people accountable, regardless of what the naysayers say or not. And following the Daily Mail's decision to publish where I live, Aww. ultimately I had to leave my Aww. home and sell it. Do you know who you do not kick off Twitter? Antifa and BLM. Do you know what they're known for doing, Yoel? Doxing conservatives, doxing Christians. And guess what happens? People get hurt, seriously hurt, because of you. So you know what? I have no sympathy for that man whatsoever. I have no empathy for that man whatsoever. And it's about time that people start being held accountable. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the ending of the first and foremost section. So because we just ended, ended the first and foremost section, let me go grab my toy real quick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Tack Right Mini Chainsaw. This thing is the bomb. Do you know that I've only, by the way, I got, when I got this out of the box, the battery was charged. I've cut a lot of stuff, and sometimes I just play with it. Sometimes I pretend I'm on a motorcycle, and I'm like, you know how guys, we're always kids, right? I love this thing, and it just won't die. The battery is so awesome, it just won't die. Folks, after you put in the promo code, actually, after you go to TACRITELFATV.com, it automatically takes the, uh, the price down to $129 for this thing, and trust me, it's worth it, and you get free shipping and handling. TACRITELFATV.com, TACRITELFATV.com, we got Father's Day coming up, we got Mother's Day coming up, and these are good for men, women, old, young, medium-sized kids, well, maybe not give it to a kid, definitely don't give it to a, uh, a liberal, they will cry, okay? It's reap what they sow, not the other way around. Maggie, it could not have been the way it said, the way I said it. They are going to finally sow what they reaped. Oh, they're going to finally reap what they sowed or what they sow. Past tense either way. Either way, in the present, you can go to TACRITELFATV.com and order that bad boy today. Now, moving on. Kevin McCarthy. He's got his ups, he's got his downs, he's got his mountains, he's got his valleys. He's got his rhinos and he's got his common sense. But I will say this about Kevin McCarthy. He is sticking up for his House of Representative members. I didn't think he'd do it, but he is. Let's talk about that right now and then we'll go into the James O'Keefe story. So Speaker McCarthy responds to Pierre Delecto when he asked, Romney should be disappointed that... Uh, so he asked... Let me just get you the whole story. This is, consider, this is concerning the George Santos, uh, Mitt, Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney conversation where Mom Jeans said you don't belong here. And then they had words. We talked about that yesterday. But the greatest part about this was is when Kevin McCarthy was asked about it, his response was the best. I mean, and like I said, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, uh, uh, a George Santos fan in any way, shape, or form. But what I'm the reason why I'm telling you about this is because 
This is Kevin McCarthy sticking up for his House of Representatives no matter what. Until proven otherwise, he said when Speaker McCarthy was uh, asked about the comments that uh, uh, Mitt Romney made to George Santos, Romney, uh, he said Romney should be disappointed that Eric Swalwell hasn't yet resigned and walked off. That's the kind of speaker we need. Kevin, you're doing a great job so far. I love the way you're holding people accountable. I love the way you're just coming right out and saying the things that Trump would say. Uh, speaker McCarthy, what are your comments on... Uh, Mitt Romney, his comment or his statement to George Santos that he doesn't belong here and his response. Well, Romney should be disappointed that Eric Swalwell hasn't resigned yet. Boom. Walk away. Drop the mic. That's all you need. That's all you need. Sometimes just those quick little fake news, fake news. Those little uh, statements are all you need. And I got to give it to Kevin McCarthy for that one. I got to give it to him. As much as I think George Santos deserves the scrutiny that he's getting, he definitely doesn't deserve it from people like Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, let that scrutiny come from the people who voted him in. It's none of your business, Mom Jeans. Does Jeremy sell the Armor of God shirt? Yeah, I sell, I, there's a whole bunch of Armor of God shirts on JeremyHerald.com. Yep, definitely. Sabrina just walked in. She says hi to everybody. All right, Project Veritas. Is Project Veritas compromised? Remember what I just said earlier in the show? It's kind of weird and kind of odd that in this day and age that the exposing expose the exposers. Are we going to expose Project Veritas? What is going on at Project Veritas? Ladies and gentlemen, James O'Keefe has been placed on paid leave from Project Veritas, and so have so many other people. Why? What's going on? I think it's kind of funny that through everything that James O'Keefe has done with Project Veritas— Everything he's done that they've supported him up until he really put the nail in the Pfizer coffin with the Jordan uh, Walker video. With Jordan Walker talking about gain-of-function research. And, you can't do this to me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You can't do this. You can't just do this to people. Ever since then, James O'Keefe has been on the chopping block, and he was put on administrative leave, paid leave, yesterday. So when he was put on administrative paid leave Everybody started freaking out and going to Project Veritas. What the heck is going on? Why are you putting James O'Keefe on paid leave? After all, after all, if there's no James O'Keefe, in my mind, there's no Project Veritas. If there's no Project Veritas, there's, no, there's still a James O'Keefe. New York Magazine reported that James O'Keefe was placed on leave yesterday from Project Veritas and will be taking a few weeks of well-deserved PTO. So everybody obviously started reaching out to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. What's going on? What's going on? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's really weird because Project Veritas then went online and put out a statement. And uh, let me just read what New York Magazine reported, and then we'll read the statement, okay? James O'Keefe, the founder and chairman of Project Veritas, here's the thing, he's got a board, right? And the board placed him on administrative leave. So my, my only assumption after, ever, after talking about this all night last night, my only assumption is the board was either threatened or paid off by Pfizer or by Deep State because this only happened after they really put the nail on the coffin on gain of function. Has taken a paid leave from the conservative nonprofit media organization and its board considers whether to remove him from his leadership position according to current and former employees of the organization. 
An internal message sent Project Veritas employees by the organization's executive director, Daniel Strack. His name is Daniel Strack, ladies and gentlemen. S-T-R-A-C-K. Said that O'Keefe would be taking a few weeks of well-deserved PTO. Okay, that sounds, that sounds reasonable, right? An image of the message was shared by a source familiar with the organization's internal operations, and its authenticity was confirmed by a current employee. When reached out for comment on his personal cell phone, O'Keefe said nothing in response and did not respond to follow-up calls and text messages. He didn't to us either. Many of us in LFA TV know James O'Keefe, and he hasn't responded to us either. Okay? Through a Project Veritas spokesperson, Strack later released a statement on behalf of the organization saying this, Like all newsrooms at this stage, the Project Veritas board of directors and management are constantly evaluating what the best path forward is for the organization. The statement read in part, it did not directly address questions about O'Keefe's employment status. And then they went on to say there are 65 plus employees at Project Veritas dedicated to continuing the mission to expose corruption, dishonesty, waste, fraud, and other misconduct in both public and private institutions. To our supporters, we hear you, we care about you, and we will never give up. Here's the thing. If you fire James O'Keefe for any reason outside of the fact that he committed a massive crime, Project Veritas is done. We will bleed you out. You go woke, you go broke. You will never get another dime. You and the RNC will be walking the same walk of depression and um, destruction. You will not get another dime from us. What is going on? What is going on at Project Veritas? Have they finally been compromised? Is the deep state causing this? Is Pfizer, Big Pharma causing this? Is Pharma and Big State uh, and Deep State the same thing? Long story short, James O'Keefe is Project Veritas. Project Veritas is nothing without James O'Keefe. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, you never take your company to a board. This is why if you build a company from scratch, you keep it your company. Do not ever give your company to anybody else. So here's my suggestion to you. If you have been donating to Project Veritas, withhold your donation until James O'Keefe comes back. If, it, if, it's, uh, if it's too long and, you, and you've not got a response or you reached out to them and not got a response, then you need to start flooding their social media. I know last night on their Twitter and on their Instagram page, everybody in there was blowing them up. You will never get another dime. You will never see another penny. Project Veritas will be a thing of the past if James O'Keefe is fired. And I feel the same thing. I feel the same way. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. I have as much news as I just gave to you. So I'm not sure what's going on. But again, here's, the, here's what I say. I ride with James O'Keefe. I want to hear from James O'Keefe himself. I want to know exactly what's going on there because this organization is detrimental or at least James, James O'Keefe's efforts are detrimental to us making America great again and draining the swamp. Are we getting too close to the swamp? Are we getting a little bit too close to everybody that's running the show? That's what I want to know. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's my stance. James O'Keefe is Project Veritas. Project Veritas is nothing without James O'Keefe. And I'll leave it at that. And I will leave it at that. Until he's reinstated, until he comes back, or until I hear from him, they get nothing from me. I ride with James O'Keefe. You can do whatever you guys would like. I'm just telling you the news and where I stand with it. James O'Keefe will be highly, highly sought after by anybody out there with any kind of money. I expect the Daily Wire to give him a crappy contract within an hour. I expect Steven Crowder to cry about it. And I expect everybody else, the Blaze and everybody else, to try to buy him as well. 
but this should not be happening. You should, this should not be happening. Let's go to your comments. I want to see what you guys think about this, and then we'll go to a quick sponsor real quick, and then we'll finish out the show here. Let's see what you guys say about this. Amen, amen. LFA, give James a show. We couldn't afford him if we, if we wanted to. You guys would have to give us your entire salary to give to him. Uh, and I don't think that's going to happen. I stand with James. Amen. I stand with James. Yes. They got to them is all that happened. I agree. He should go to OAN. I don't think he would. I think he'd go to somewhere like the Blaze or Daily Wire or something like that. It's, you know, OAN, that kind of platform, uh, Newsmax, that's, they're dying out. That's why we went streaming instead of uh, news channel. Not detrimental, instrumental. Yes, instrumental, not detrimental. You're right, Renee. My bad. My bad. Almost 5,000 watchers. Where's the rumbles? I didn't even know we had almost 5,000 watchers. I hadn't even been paying attention. Yes, rumble, rumble, rumble. Folks, if we can't get over 2,000 rumbles, then what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Doesn't seem to make much sense, right? Democrat Senator John Fetterman, ladies and gentlemen, has just been hospitalized. We're going to go with that. Now, again, I don't, I don't, when I see people like John Fetterman and they've just been hospitalized, or if I were to see James, uh, I mean, uh, Joe Biden be hospitalized, I don't smile at that. I never do. I never do. I never, I never smile at the misfortune of anybody else. What I do say is, well, we told you so. John Fetterman, Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania was rushed to the D.C. hospital last night. Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman, who was a stroke survivor, was rushed to D.C. hospital last night. The Pennsylvania Democrat was, uh, who has suffered a stroke on May 13th of last year is currently undergoing tests at George Washington University Hospital in Washington, D.C. A spokesman for the politician, who was it, his wife, said last night, towards the end of the Senate Democrat retreat today, Senator John Fetterman began feeling lightheaded. He left and called his staff who picked him up and drove him to Washington University Hospital. Here's the thing. The night before at the State of the Union, did you see him? He looked terrible. He looked like he died watching the State of the Union. Every time the camera went on him, he was passed out and asleep. So I'm just wondering if the thing on his neck is finally taking over and his head is just falling asleep. Initial tests did not show any evidence of a new stroke, but doctors are running more tests. And John is remaining overnight. This was last night for observation. He's in good spirits and talking to his staff. Well, look, we pray for his recovery as a human being. But this is why you don't put people that can't talk, walk, act, or even look at things correctly in the role of a senator. The guy cannot, he's physically unable to be a senator. Like Joe Biden is physically unfit to hold office of presidency. Everybody saw this coming. But again, it was never about the person, the Democrats don't care about the individual. They care about beating, uh, beating America into submission. And yes, I agree. His wife should be at fault. Yes, I agree. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, um, you know how you can avoid uh, any kind of uh, illness or sickness or at least uh, put a dent in it? And that's by staying healthy. And by staying healthy, you need your everyday ser- amount that you need, your serving amount of vegetables and fruits. Here's how big the jar is. It's about that big. You get about a month out of this jar, Field of Greens. Now, this is my favorite, which is the wild berry. I've been drinking this now for what, Eli? About four or five months, maybe longer? Five months, maybe? And I got to tell you, folks, it does, it's changed my life in ways that I can't tell you, okay? It is, it keeps me 
focused. It keeps me awake. It keeps me aware. It keeps me having energy, but natural energy, not like Red Bull energy. You know what I mean? So many people have already taken the challenge. It is pure organic superfood. And ladies and gentlemen, not many of us have the ability or the time or the money to eat as healthy as we should. So the best alternative is to do stuff like this. So if you want, you can join the challenge, okay? Join the join the 30-day challenge. If you don't like it after that, you can easily stop, okay? And if you do like it after that, and if you sign up for a monthly recurring um, uh, shipment, then that same 15% discount that you get, you also get there as well. So ladies and gentlemen, fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. That is a big jar. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Moving on, folks. We don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to have to skip a few of these um, a, skew, a few of these stories and kind of just jump right through them. One of them, as I want to tell you, is a Democrat mayor and the entire New Jersey township has switched parties from Democrat to Republican. The mayor and all four council members in New Jersey's East Hanover Township are switching from Democrat to Republican in a move they say is in the best interest of the community. Municipal Now, this township has a population of about 11,000 people, and they're saying municipal leaders have a responsibility to best represent their constituents. And it is our behalf, it is, it is our belief that this change in party is in the best interest of the community, said Mayor Joseph P- P- uh, Panulo. Hopefully we can get him on. Eli, can you write that down to reach out to Joseph Panulo? Uh, P-A-N-N-U-L-L-O. He says, as the nastiness rhetoric uh, on social media vitriol of national politics continues to infiltrate local governance, we collectively determined that this was the best course of action to keep focus on local issues impacting our community. So what does that tell you? That tells you that the entire town has turned from blue to red because if they were constituents... I mean, if their constituents were blue before and they were blue and that best represented the people that voted for them, well, ladies and gentlemen, it only makes sense that the reason why they're turning completely red is because it would be in the best interest of their voters. And that means their voters have switched from blue to red too. How many counties do you think this is happening in? How many states do you think this is happening in? You heard Mike Lindell, the great Mike Lindell of MyPillow say it yesterday. This country is full of red. And this kind of proves that. So that's a great, great move. Now, Another thing that I want to get into is this uh, uh, Russian act of, uh, of war that Joe Biden committed by blowing up the, uh, the Nordstrom pipeline. So I don't know. I don't know if Tucker co- covered this last night. I don't know if Fox News covered this last night. I didn't see. I was too busy trying to t- find out about the James O'Keefe stuff. Uh, but what I do know, folks, is that yesterday on LFA TV, I gave you the email that showed exactly or not the email, I mean, I, bro- I, I broke the story that showed exactly um, the connection between Joe Biden giving the order to and then them executing the, the, uh, the destruction of the Nord Stream pipeline. Well, a Russian parliament speaker came out last night about this attack and said Joe Biden is a terrorist and he must be brought to justice. Now, I'm not a Russian sympathizer and I'm not a Russian agent and I don't agree with everything Russia does. However, I have been on the side of Russia with this Ukraine thing because I knew this was the United States, the United Nations and other world leaders waging war on Russia. Why did we know that? Because we saw them trying to do it prior to Donald Trump becoming president with John McCain and Lindsey Graham. We knew that was their plan. So it wasn't hard to realize that this was definitely an act of war and that it was most likely us. 
Well, last night I proved that it was us. And now Russia says uh, they branded the U.S. President Joe Biden a terrorist after the report by veteran U.S. investigative journalist Seymour Hersh blamed Washington, D.C. for the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipeline last year. Russia is calling for a special session of U.N. Security Council while the German AFD party wants a parliamentary investigation. Now, too bad that the United Nations and the United States government are basically the same thing and you're not going to get anywhere out of this. But hear me now. I am screaming for a full investigation into our U.S. government for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline and which is an act of war. And I want them removed for that. Russia, this was not the American people. All the European countries that were sidelined of energy because of this, this was not the American people. This was the American leaders who stole the election. We did not even elect them to do this. They stole it from us. Help us expose them to make a better world. That is where I am at now. Amen. Now, Joe Biden was pressed on two issues yesterday. The first issue he was pressed on was this stuff about uh, China and why he's, not been more tu- why he's not been tough on China and this whole balloon incident. Check out what he said about this, folks. Policy. There's a few things to ask you about this sure. Chinese surveillance balloon that went across the country. Uh, you uh, ordered the, our military to fighter jets to shoot it down off the coast of South Carolina. But Republicans are saying you look weak. Mike Gallagher, the congressman, said uh, he's an impressive guy, isn't he? Inexplicable that you didn't shoot it down earlier. Marco Rubio said it was dereliction of duty not to immediately tell the public about this. Look, um, I told it's not public. I told the military I wanted to shoot it down when it was safe to do it. They said it was unsafe to do it over land. They said they could learn a lot in the meantime by watching it go across the country. As soon as they had a chance to shoot it down over water, they did the recovery major pieces of it to determine if we can learn anything from what they they garnered and what kind of equipment they had. Um, You know, there were several of these balloons that during the the last administration didn't even know they were there. They didn't even do anything about them. Yeah, I wonder why they uh, didn't know they were there, scumbag. um, Look, I just think that... uh, um, the idea that there was a dereliction of duty, is, I think, is, a, is a, bizarre, a bizarre notion. China knows exactly that what the deal is with us. China knows exactly what the deal is with us. You're right, Joe, they do. China knows exactly what the deal is with us, and I wonder why, Joe. I wonder why. I wonder why China knows what the deal is with us. Then... When he was asked about the, uh, the documents, he gave even, an even worse answer. Bring up that uh, video. It's a, weird, it's a weird size. Yeah, it doesn't really fit a widescreen. But anyway, bring, let's bring up that video where, he, where he's pressed by PBS about that too. We got the uh, sound on that bad boy. Here we go. By documents is, you said, totally irresponsible. So what was totally irresponsible about the fact that you had some? What? They've informed me not to speak to this issue to any way, try to prejudice the investigation that's going on. I made well, there you go. voluntarily. There you go. I, I, they, they've informed me not to talk about this issue. They've informed me not to talk about this issue, he says. Who? Aren't you the president? Who's informed you? 
No one's had to threaten to do anything. Voluntarily open every single aperture I have with the house, offices, everything, for them to come and look and spend hours searching my home, invited them. Nobody, and so, and the best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up are things that from 1974, and stray papers. Cocaine is a hell of a maybe drug. something else I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, ladies and gentlemen, there's another sound bite that I'd like to add to that, and that's this. Yeah, good answer, Joe. Great answer. Anyway, I would be uh, remiss if I did not play one more video for you. But before we play that other video for you, I do got to talk quickly about Four Patriots, ladies and gentlemen, another great sponsor of ours here on LFA. When uh, when when we can't. Um, when we can't get the income that we need, these guys have been able to help out. And the great thing about these guys is they believe everything that we believe. They believe that Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. I've talked to them. They believe that, that the, the election was stolen. I've talked to them. This, they, they've built this entire company off the government literally taking over this entire country. They want you to be self-sufficient. They have items on here, so many more items than the Patriot Power Generator. Although we're pushing the Patriot Power Generator because that's actually what's sponsoring the show. There's so many great things on, pa on For Patriots, folks, that'll let you be prepared. And you need to be prepared for anything that's going to happen. So please go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA, fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Now, to leave you with a nice smile, I wanted to show you Carrie Lake taking on Pierce Morgan one-on-one. -on -one. I love when anybody takes on Pierce Morgan. I especially love the best when Alex Jones took on Pierce Morgan, he right? He is your enemy. He is your enemy, I see Alex. you, enemy. I see, I see you, enemy. Enemy, enemy. You are my enemy, and I swear total resistance to you with everything I've got. We can't continue to run elections this way, and we know that we won, and we're going to continue to fight this in a court of law. And it's really rich that you're sitting across the pond acting like you know what happened on election day. I did not see your smiling face. We had lots of international media here covering election day in Arizona. Yes. Yours is one face I didn't see, and nor did I see it. You could have had my smiling face, Carrie. When Arizonans... I would have loved to have seen you. We had more media covering our election than I've ever seen cover any any story here in Arizona. And as I said, I covered Arizona for nearly 30 years. So it's okay that you are not comfortable with me fighting this election and fighting for election integrity. No, it's I don't okay. mind you. I'm, I, I don't mind the fighting. That Karen, Pierce Morgan, let me clarify. I don't, I don't mind your fighting spirit. I don't mind it in Donald Trump. I've known him a long time. We well, were... I have every right to fight this election. Absolutely, this is an election absolutely contest. Right. We're but there does the come a point, court, both for and you I'm and... doing this for the people of Arizona. Carrie, there does come a point when, for the future of democracy, you and Donald Trump have to accept at some point you lost an election. No, you don't, because they didn't lose an election. We are not a democracy. Screw your country. We are not the UK. We are not England. We are the United States of America. Do we have to beat you down again with broomsticks and rakes and pitchforks and muskets for you to understand that, you royalist? 
Kerry Lake ate him a new one. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America. We've got Mike Crispy coming up next. Eli, you can go ahead and tell Mike Crispy to start his intro because we are out of here. Folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But guess what? There's only one Yahweh. So I want you to stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. I want you to keep your chest out and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy, unafraid, coming up next to continue on with the greatness that is LFA TV given to us by God. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. I love you all. Peace.